This is Bigger Pockets Daily, the audioized version of the world's number one real estate investing blog. Hope you're having a relaxed Sunday. I'm your host, Tyler, and I read these articles so you can keep learning while you go about your busy life. Oh, and you'll find endless content on biggerpockets.com. Create an account today. It's free. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app landlord. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Passive Investing. How to Have a True 4-Hour Real Estate Work Week by Jaron Barnes. You know those moments in life when you've been dead set in one direction and then all of a sudden something crazy happens that changes everything? It just happened to me. I'll spare you the nitty-gritty details. But long story short, I had a pretty big disappointment happen recently that led me to take some time off to reevaluate everything in my life and the direction of my future. Out of that personal reflection came the inspiration for this post. So I hope it serves you well. What is passive income, really? I want to start off by asking some questions. What does it mean to be a real estate investor? Does it mean you are a millionaire? 
Does it mean you are the owner of expensive things? Does it mean you are powerful? What does that word actually mean to you? For me? I never really thought of that word until recently. I called myself a real estate investor, but come to think of it, I haven't really done any real investing in my life yet. You see, my interest in real estate investing started out with a conversation I had with one of my best friends. He had jumped into full-time real estate about six months prior and insisted that in one transaction, it was possible to make over $50,000. And at that time, that was more than I could make in a year. I really hated my day job back then. I loved my employers. I just hated the actual work itself. And I had just discovered Pat Flynn over at the Smart Passive Income blog and was well-versed in the philosophy of the four-hour work week and the power of passive income streams. I really wanted to figure out a way to be financially free so that I could pursue my heart in life. And at the time, I was depressed because I couldn't find a means to get there. Then this conversation happened and it was as if I was struck by lightning. I got so full of hope and excitement, real estate was my way out. It was my way to my freedom and to my destiny. So I quit my day job on blind faith, leaving behind both income and benefits, believing this real estate thing was going to pan out, no matter what happened. My wife wasn't working at the time. We went from income to no income at the snap of a finger. Nine months later, As I am writing this post, I'm finally about to make my first check from real estate in about a week. Luckily, my wife found a job three months in. I'm living the dream, right? Not really. To be honest, my day job was way better in a lot of ways. I've worked 10 to 15 hour days, day in and day out, sometimes going for literal weeks without a day off. I have a ton of results out of the hard work I've put in, with a lot of money now pending because of it. Our acquisition strategy was only going after underwater properties, so everything I've brought in for the company I work for just so happens to be in the short sale process. But was this what I signed up for in the beginning? No. You see... What was described to me by my friend was the lifestyle and benefits of what I consider a true investor. Someone who makes money without having to do anything for it beyond the initial setup and who makes enough of it to pretty much do whatever they want. Though the technical definition from Investopedia defines an investor as any person who commits capital with the expectation of financial returns in terms of the investor concept described in the Rich Dad's Cash Flow Quadrant, I have come to see a huge difference between active income investors and passive income investors. And I would go on to argue that active income isn't really investing. Let me explain. Is a four-hour work week possible? Active income is defined as income for which services have been performed. For simplicity, if you need to be constantly working in order for your investment to turn out well, then it's considered active income. Passive income, on the other hand, is defined as earnings an individual derives from a rental property, limited partnership, or other enterprises in which he or she is not actively involved. In short, you did something with your money that now pays you returns for doing little to nothing. For me, lifestyle is the ultimate measurement of success. It doesn't boil down to numbers in a bank account or the square footage of your primary residence. It boils down to freedom and how much control you have of your time. Now, I want to be clear about what I'm saying and what I'm not saying. With the popularity of Tim Ferriss's four-hour work week, 
There has been a lot of confusion as to what lifestyle design is and what it isn't. I've seen a lot of that confusion here in our community at Bigger Pockets, and I want to clarify some things for you. Tim Ferriss typically works more than four hours a week. He has actually said it multiple times in countless interviews, the four-hour concept isn't to eliminate work entirely. The point of it is to free you so that you can put the majority of your work hours into things that you are passionate about and that make you come alive inside. The four-hour in the title is the sum total of the dreadful labor, the stuff you couldn't care less about doing that is ultimately necessary to have the income to support a life of your dreams. Does this mean traveling the world, winning tango competitions, and defeating wrestling foes in exotic Asian countries? Sure, if that's your passion. But it can also look like being a stay-at-home family, where both mom and dad's primary focus is the kids. It can look like you running a summer camp for the underprivileged or you starting a small bookstore downtown. It can look like anything you want it to, because ultimately, your passion is what governs it. Lifestyle design is freedom, not laziness. It actually takes a crap ton of work to be able to set it up. So don't think I'm saying otherwise. How do I engage in real passive real estate investing? Bringing it back to real estate investing in my personal experience, if lifestyle and freedom to pursue your passion is the hallmark of success, then certain components of the real estate industry cannot be looked at as a good long-term strategies. I have categorized the components of active income investing to include the following. One, wholesaling. Two, fixing and flipping. Three, traditional buyer-seller agent or broker. Four, developing. In every one of these sub-niches of real estate, in order to be successful in them, you have to be constantly on the move. You can't really ever let your foot off the gas pedal because if you do, both your deal flow and cash flow will stop. All of these strategies have great upsides, but in terms of lifestyle, you can pretty much throw them out the window. You have to work and work and work to make things happen. So be aware. Did you notice that the top two are the things most talked about by the gurus? On the other hand, real estate has some of the most incredible passive income vehicles available, and I'm going to take the time to go over them with you. One, multifamily. Buy and hold investing is probably the most popular form of passive income in real estate. The concept is pretty straightforward. You purchase a property that you can rent out at a large enough amount that there is a profit after paying for financing fees and expenses. Something you can do to truly automate your buy and hold investments and completely remove yourself from the management process is to outsource the headache to a property management company. In an ideal situation, they will handle all the dirty work while you collect your check. If you go this route, make sure to really do your due diligence on the property management company you're looking to hire because they have a reputation of not really having your best interest in mind. I've heard a lot of horror stories regarding property management companies, but it's not to say there aren't good ones out there. You just need to be intentional on the front end to make sure that you are working with good people and creating good systems. You see, on the passive income side of investing, the work is 99% in actually setting things up, like finding and buying your property, finding good tenants, finding a good property management company and maintenance man, etc. Once these things are set up, you pretty much can sit back and enjoy the fruits of your labor. And what's awesome is that checks will be there month to month 
whether or not you do any additional work. Now, you could argue that multifamily investing is not 100% passive because even if you outsource the day-to-day work to a property management company, you would still need to be in touch with and manage the management company, so to speak. I would agree if this is the case. It's not 100% passive, but again, going back to the four-hour concept of Tim Ferriss, this is the minimal pain needed to reap the freedom and lifestyle one can enjoy as a full-time landlord. So it's worth it. Two, triple net. Triple net investing is probably my favorite type of investing in all of real estate. This is a true step up in automation from multifamily because instead of outsourcing everything to a property management company that you ultimately still have to manage, you actually end up outsourcing all responsibility to your tenant. You heard that correctly. You see, essentially, a triple net investment is a freestanding property that is leased to creditworthy tenants such as Walgreens, Walmart, Bank of America, Starbucks, McDonald's, etc. Once these tenants move in, they are responsible for all maintenance, property expenses, everything. Once you get everything set up, the tenants are usually on 10 to 25-year leases. So all you really need to do is cash in your checks. Now, the downside to this type of investment is the fact that they're typically expensive. These are commercial buildings, so naturally they cost more. And because of that, you really want to be careful at purchase or you could lose a lot of money. If you get stuck with a triple net in a terrible location, no tenant will want to lease from you, and the month-to-month vacancy cost can be pretty crazy on some of these properties. 3. Notes Another passive income stream in real estate is owning and selling promissory notes. These are proofs of debt borrowed from one party to another. To put it simply, when you invest in notes, you actually buy the loan that the property owner owes to the bank or individual who lent him the loan. This is a great passive income stream because you essentially get to function as the bank. The principal and the interest goes to your pocket. 4. REIT Investing Though I don't know a ton about these, a real estate investment trust, REIT, is a real estate holding company that offers public shares that pretty much act like stock in a company. But instead of investing in ownership of a business, you're investing in ownership of a piece of property and or mortgage. REITs are given some pretty cool tax advantages, and their shares can be purchased and traded straight from your computer screen. So that means your office could be a coffee shop off of Santana Row. Shout out to San Jose. Imagine that. From what I hear, there are pros and cons associated with this asset class. Being that the returns are typically higher in multifamily properties and other forms of investments, but with REITs, you don't have to deal with the headache of tenants. And your cash? has a lot more liquidity. Five, tax liens. Our final asset class of passive income real estate are tax liens. The easiest way I can describe a tax lien is to compare it to the bank foreclosure process. When a borrower is behind on their mortgage payments, they begin to get severely penalized by the bank as an incentive for the borrower to get current. If the delinquency of the borrower continues to no avail, then the bank will end up selling the borrower's property at a foreclosure auction. Tax liens are a very similar process, only it's not with banks and loans, it's with the government and property taxes. And as a means to ease the tax loss, the municipalities have decided to sell the payment demand or lien to investors. 
The government gets their taxes, while the investor gets the right to collect the delinquent tax. An additional penalty charge and interest on the late payment that can go up to 12 to 36% a year, depending on your state. This is a great passive income source because after your initial research, that's all the work you have to do. And if the delinquent homeowner ends up not paying you within the set given period of time, you can actually foreclose on the property. So you win either way. Passive income through real estate summary. As you can see, these types of investment strategies are more accustomed to the lifestyle-driven investor. What came out of my life reflection is that if these types of investments are available, then obviously they are what I need to be studying for and striving for. But how do I get there? A lot of these asset classes have a higher learning curve and demand higher capital to get started. That's where a choice needs to be made. And active income investing comes into consideration. If you want to grow into the passive income-supported four-hour workweek lifestyle through real estate investing, what better place to start than with building capital and experience actually in real estate? I mean, yes, essentially you're starting out as an entrepreneur and bootstrapping your way to the top, which sometimes looks like struggling in the beginning, and it's maybe a little smoother to have a day job to support you. But in active real estate, you're essentially killing two birds with one stone, and there is no better education than being hands-on. Hopefully you got something out of today's show. Before I leave you, here's a quick tip. Finding an investor-friendly real estate agent can accelerate your path to purchasing your first or next investment property. How do you do that? By visiting biggerpockets.com slash findanagent. That's biggerpockets.com slash findanagent to find a top-rated agent in your backyard. Have a great day and hope to see you right back here tomorrow.